0: Welcome back to On the Block with Stricken Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Welcome back on the block. He's Stricken Austin Orman on the block two to four right here. Same bat time, same bat channel, and joining us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline right now, your friend, our friend, long time on the block member, and now KC's finest reporter down there uh, in Royal Land, or right now, Chiefs Land, uh, Nate Brennan, joining us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. How are you today, my friend?
0: Jake, I tell you what, I was uh, right in the middle of all the festivities, the parade, all that good stuff, and it was seriously once-in-a-lifetime experience, man. I can't even tell you. I mean, it was probably the longest day of my life. We got over towards uh, the West end, which is overlooking the Union Station where they had their rally. We got there about 3.30 in the morning, and I didn't end up leaving until about 4.30 in the afternoon. So it was a long day, but, man, once-in-a-lifetime experience. It was awesome to be in on all the action. Uh talked to Trent Green for a while, uh longtime Chiefs quarterback. So it was really cool, man. Once in a lifetime experience, good time to be in Kansas City.
1: Yeah, man. And 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 so your perspective. Now we, we this is the first time we're getting a chance to talk to you uh since the uh, the Super Bowl. Um there's been a lot of uh you know, people talking, pundits talking, uh live back and forth on Twitters. Uh, between Mahomes and Juju Smith Schuster, and 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 some of the Eagles, and and back and forth on those things. Even Tyreek Hill getting into the mix a little bit, but um, you know, not being a homer type of situation. I don't think that's the case. I wanna I wanna bring to you. I just want to say, is that the way you would have liked it to have happened? Um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, the word out there was it was. Uh, is, there, is there anything could have been done different? I mean, is, is it, it, do you think that call should have been made at that point? Do you think it's the right call? Um, or did, did it tank the game in any way? You know, just just, just just your thoughts on that.
0: Well, I think the first thing that you have to look at, Strick, is, is how a player reacts after it's called. And, and you didn't see any complaints. Uh, from the defensive back, you you saw complaints on the bench and then afterwards, I know he ended up saying that he did hold them personally from an unbiased side, I would have liked them to not call it. I mean, I think we were stripped of a pretty good ending to the super bowl. Now, all things considered, it was a hold. so I, I mean, the right call was made. I didn't like when it was called. But in all reality, man, like this is this is the way that I look at it. Especially if you're an Eagles fan, the Chiefs scored on every single drive in the second half. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I understand that you're going to be frustrated by the call, but look at where the call was made. It was made in the red zone. Right. I mean, you had you had a chance to stop Patrick Mahomes, and you couldn't stop him once—not twice, not three—you couldn't stop him once in the second half. If the Eagles wanted to win that game. They had to stop the Chiefs' offense just once. They weren't able to do that. That's ultimately what won the game. And, hey, listen, Juju Smith-Schuster, is he the best receiver in the world? No, but he's a champion. He had some big catches late in the game. I think he was just having some fun, and and it's it's just one of those situations. Tensions are hot. Tensions are high. It's the biggest game in the world, so I understand the frustration, but – I think it's all in good fun, and the, the the Eagles defense is probably most to blame for that situation.
1: Yeah.
2: Nate, my favorite thing about that is that it saves some points in the old playbook for Shane Stike, and he takes over our beloved Indianapolis Colts. What do you make of that hire in the, the long process to get Shane Stike into Indy? Oh,
0: I mean, I guess we're going to run it back with an Eagles offensive coordinator and, <laughs> and see what happens with that to begin with. I don't know, man. I the, the thing is, too, when you look at the Indianapolis Colts, I mean, there's just so many question marks, and it begins at the quarterback position, and you look at some of the quarterbacks that have been under his tutelage, the Phillip Rivers, Justin Herbert, now Jalen Hurts, who took a, a, a huge step forward this year, and, and looks like he might be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL it would seem that Jim Irsay is willing to trade up for that number one overall pick, which would give Steichen the option to choose the quarterback that he wants. I think that's kind of the mindset and what they're going for there. But I think until you have a quarterback, we've seen in this league so many times, if you don't have a quarterback in today's NFL, you don't stand a chance. So I think that, that bringing him in now is so he can choose that quarterback that he wants. It's just a matter if he pans out or not. And if he doesn't pan out, the coach is probably toast.
1: Well, let's let's shift over a little bit. Um, the Huskers have won a few. Uh, uh, How about a, that? 17-point yeah. uh, comeback, and then you go on the road against a really tough Rutgers team. Um, give your perspective on the Big 8 right now. They're still projecting that 8 uh, – not Big 8, Big 10. Uh, they're still projecting that 8 uh, teams will come from the Big 10. Uh, but do you view it at this point as it's it's not mediocre? Or, you know, there's mediocrity, but they're they're just kind of beating up on each other, and no one really wants to kind of emerge and, and take leadership in in the Big Big Ten. Or uh, do you do you think that Nebraska even has a shot to kind of move up a little bit with what's left over being that you know it's it's so much a parody right now in the Big Ten? Well, I
0: think what what comes down to Strick and, and Nebraska still sits. Possibility. This is this is still possible. I don't know if it's going to happen. Is you're still looking to get that buy in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and then who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I don't think Nebraska is in a position right now that they're going to be a, a tournament team by by any means. But you can still play spoiler, right? I mean that's that's fun if you're Nebraska. I mean you're not a tournament team, but you look at a team like Wisconsin. You're hosting them at PBA. And guess what? You might have ruined their chances to make the tournament, which is awesome. We love to see that against Wisconsin. You're going to have an opportunity for a couple of these teams moving forward. I think if you're in Nebraska, if you can win a game down the stretch, maybe a game in Big Ten tournament, I don't think that the NIT is, is out of reach, right? I mean, I, I yeah. don't think it should be. And if you're looking at NIT, from what we saw Fred Hoiberg and his teams the first four years that he's been, or excuse me, first three years that he's been the coach, it's been a disaster. This is a step forward. This is all you could ask for. Are they a tournament team? No. But this gives you hope if you're a Nebraska fan, especially the way that they've been able to compete here down the stretch.
1: Well, um, one other thing that I wanted to throw out with you, um, the Lady Huskers have a tough one coming in town. Uh, Iowa, that's going to happen tonight. PBA is already above 12,000 seats. The, uh, the, the Husker faithfuls coming out and showing out. Uh, we have alumni in town, and then Husker t- uh, the Huskers take on. It's a big weekend here as well. Um, uh, do you do you think that the Huskers and the faithful are now starting to kind of, you know, see a little something emerging coming out of both the, the the basketball programs and a big win against Iowa? You know, just just seeing a little something unique starting to happen in the basketball programs. Well, I sure
0: hope so, and and I think that. I've I've had this discussion with a couple of, of Husker fans, and I think the biggest thing is the way that the teams play, right? And Nebraska, you have all the resources in the world. You should be able to attract top talent. I mean, you look at last year, Bryce McGowan, from crying out loud, was a five-star, and you convinced him to come to Nebraska. Well, how did that work out for you, right? I mean, it was a lot of selfish basketball, no defense. You weren't able to run. I mean, there were just so many question marks. And when you watch the team – it wasn't an easy team to root for. Let's be honest. And and that's sad. And that's especially in the state of Nebraska, important to people. It's a team that you want to root for. It's a team that you want to wake up on a Saturday morning and say, Hey, we're going to head over to PBA. I don't care if it's an 11 o'clock tip off. We're going to root on this team. And I think if you look at the women's and the men's side of the ball, that's a big aspect. You're able to play defense. You're able to stay in games. You're able to handle adversity in ways that to be honest with you, you didn't really see in years past. So I think that's probably the biggest step that you're seeing is that growth, that camaraderie, that that, that team-like atmosphere that I think Nebraska fans can cheer for. And I, I tell you what, I hope that they can build off of it because it's definitely a, a place to start that we hadn't seen in years past.
2: Speaking of Nebraska fans and cheering, Nate, it's decision time. Nebraska-Virginia Tech, softball in Clearwater about 15 minutes away. Pick your side. Final answer. Oh, my goodness I'm making gracious. you do this. I
0: was <laughs> – I was hoping this day would never come. Unfortunately, it did. Uh, I've talked to my beautiful girlfriend, Carly, about this, and I think it is time to officially declare that I will be running for Nebraska. Go Big Red.
2: Atta boy. That's a heck of a tournament down there with Nebraska. Uh, VT, the Huskers, already played Oklahoma State uh, and UCLA. Arkansas on the docket yet as well. Nate, I, I'm glad that they're televising these softball games. It's a real chance for Nebraska to, you know, get in front of some eyeballs, you know, before the end of the season where you have to hope that people have been paying attention. This is a big opportunity for Nebraska against four, you know, top twenty top ten teams, another one in the top twenty five.
0: Yeah, listen here, if you're not a big softball fan and you're listening to this right now, you said it perfectly off. I mean, this is some really good softball. And these are teams that are going to be playing late into the tournament. And I wouldn't exclude Nebraska out of that conversation either. I mean, I know that they had a tough go it against UCLA. But, I mean, you are seeing the Oklahoma State that Nebraska traveled to their regional last year. You see Virginia Tech that was able to host a region last year as well. I mean, these are some legit softball teams. These are some legit programs. So, if you're trying to get some good softball, this is definitely a place to start.
2: It's Nate Brennan, old uh, blockhead. Nate, we appreciate you tapping in. Uh, keep basking in that Super Bowl glow, and we'll hope to catch up with you again soon.
0: Absolutely. We're going to have some fun this weekend celebrating this championship. You guys be good.
2: No promises on that. But there he is, Nate Brennan, friend of the program. Strick, we got a shootout to play. It's been two days since you've had to play. People aren't calling in. We need to get you a competitor.
1: Yeah, somebody just go ahead. Let's let's have fun. It's the, it's the weekend, man. You just go out and sit down with the wife or sit down with the husband, have a glass of wine, and just enjoy either some, uh, uh, some wings and rings and, uh, you know, maybe some chicken I, I, or some stricken, whatever it is you want. Yeah, come on in, man. Have fun. Let's have a good day, a little fight, a little boxing match. Let's get it on.
2: $15 of Buffalo wings and rings on the line. Call now for your shot at Strick in the shootout, 402-464-5685. We'll play it after this.